All right, listen, there's a lot of good things happening in the world, and uh, Rush Limbaugh's dead. Now, uh, Blue Damage, look, listen, listen, uh, DJ Damage is coming to us live from the basement of some f***ing halfway house. You know, his backup laptop is somehow uh, coming up with convoluted delays. But either way, he's here. Blue is here. Rush Limbaugh is dead. Lunch is waiting for me next door. Look, I'm not going to pretend that I'm sad about this. I mean, you know, this year has been very karmic. And I feel like the one good thing I can say about 2020 and 2021 is that everybody is getting a a visit from karma. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on Rush. Isn't it kind of sad? Isn't it? Isn't it kind of sad, though, when you live your whole life thinking that you're doing the Lord's work and then the day you die, the entire world is celebrating, though? I love no, it. That's sad. It's really sad. <laughs> like when you when we first said it, I didn't want to like smile because you know, of course, I still want to pay respect to the dead. But it's like, dude, you spew hate. Like, I have no sympathy for your death. I'm sorry. I'm not sad. Yeah, I, I I'll tell you that for me, this is equivalent if they were to say that Donald Trump died at the end of the day. Anybody who is a hate monger or a racist or a bigot or a sexist or a misogynist or whatever, all those things. Any person who's been that negative to uh, groups of people, in my opinion, deserves no pity, deserves no empathy. You know, I mean, it's unfortunate that we have to talk about it. That's the unfortunate part about Rush Limbaugh dying. But anytime a racist dies, for me, it's just another mark on the Black Lives Matter board. Uh, This is somebody who, remember, he went on The Breakfast Club. They actually shared the space with him. And I don't know you know, what you guys think of that? Because if, if Tommy Loren wanted to come to Hollywood Unlocked, as much as I don't care for her and think she's a bird, I would let her come here so we can tear her opinions apart. The same with Candace Owens. I would let Candace come here. I would let her come here. I mean, I called her a cunt, so she's probably not going to come here. But, you know, she's welcome to come on this show because I feel like you got to just deal with hate straight on, you know? Yep. But, you know, Rush is dead. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, the Rush Limbaugh is not going to get any love, but I tell you who is getting a lot of love. And it's all the women who Nick Cannon has slid in. And I ain't talking about DMs. It's women that he's having sex with at the same time, allegedly. Now, I would say allegedly because, you know, I don't want to get sued, but uh, some of them have receipts. Nick Cannon has gifted three women for Valentine's Day, including his new pregnant boo with twins. Um so Nick, you know, he was busy this Valentine's Day. We all know that Nick is the parent of two uh, twins or a set of twins with Mariah Carey, also with the two kids by Brittany Bell. But now it looks like there's going to be a full Brady brunch because he now has two more kids on the way by another girl. I love it. He's stepping into his full hotel potential, man. I love it. Shout out to my... Look, as long as you provide for all of them equally, man, do your thing. You know, if you take care of the house, you're paying the bills, do what you got to do. Nick, I see what you're doing, player. I see you. Okay, well, before you give the shout out to Nick Cannon's sperm sack, let me just tell you, he just had a baby in December by Brittany Bell, which was the second baby. Remember, we just had Jessica White on the show and and she had suffered a miscarriage when he was when she found out that he was having a baby by. Brittany, take a look at this clip. What we saw on Instagram, uh, there was, which again, you are very private, but you did uh, reclaim your life to your own and that you weren't sharing it with him anymore because he had recently had, uh, it had been discovered they had a kid with Brittany Bell, another kid, second kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't aware that she was pregnant? No, but she was aware that I had just had a miscarriage mm. two weeks prior to her news coming up because mm. he told me that he told her. 
Um, and I was living at his house, and she knew that as well. Um, but I found out on Instagram along with the rest of the world. Listen, that was a receipt that Jessica White pulled up to the show and showed you. But we actually have a receipt of the girl, Abby De La Rosa, who's now expecting twins by Nick. And let me show you this video while I talk about it, okay? Now, the girl is very beautiful. She's a lady in red. Uh, he's dressed, is that a Santa Claus hat he came on? I don't know, it's Christmas came early, but those are his hands. Those are his incredible hands rubbing on the the belly of that girl. Now look, the, now, now blue and damaged, you know, I don't really know the female anatomy like that. And I don't know like the termination, uh, not termination, the termination of a child growing within. Does that baby bump look like she might've been pregnant at the time that Brittany Bell Gay birth. Uh, not only does it look like it, she actually uh, supplied receipts where she said that she actually had a miscarriage earlier last year, and this was their second attempt. And then by October, they had already confirmed that she was pregnant. So she spilled all the beans. We don't even have to speculate. She confirmed it. Who Abby? 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 Did, I missed that too. Abby did. Oh hell yeah! She gave her all the details. And so my thing is, is his penis not tired? Like, whew. It's a lot of babies. Well, they did. It's a, it's a lot of babies. They did. They did say that his penis uh, could have been the seventh Power Ranger, but again, it's all allegedly. I don't know. Now, now, damage. Uh, what do you think? Because you're a single man who's out here in these viral streets, um, you know, laying it down on the ladies. Do you do you think that this is a too much of skinless sex during the pandemic that could uh, potentially Woo. become a problem? Hey, look. <laughs> Look, I didn't consider what you, what you just said right there. The man in me didn't even think about he's having a lot of, you know, that's a lot of uh, unprotected sex. But as long as all the ladies are happy, I don't think he's doing anything wrong. See, what I learned from the Jessica White interview is Nick Cannon let everybody knows what it is. It's not. No, going, no, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's no. No, he no. That is that he didn't. He's not telling everybody what's happening no. because you remember Jessica said that she didn't know that he was having a whole other baby with Brittany Bell at the time that she was having a miscarriage. So I don't know that full transparency is there. Now I will You're tell right. you that you know he he his his love language clearly is the language of giving because he <laughs> clearly gives them gifts. And maybe, you know, I don't know, for some women these days, maybe good dick and a nice gift on Valentine's Day is enough to go ahead and become some other kid's stepmother. But this is this is how he kept everybody happy. Now, this is what he did for Abby during Valentine's Day. I'm going to show you those of you watching it, and I'm going to talk over it. So he went ahead and got her beautiful red balloons to match her beautiful red outfit. And she said, quote, baby daddy did his thing. You got balloons all through the house. Now, I looked at this and I said, boy, Nick Cannon is incredible. And then I said, well, shit, what'd he do for the other girls? This is what he did for Brittany Bell. Now, it looks like he may have just made one stop to get a gift because Brittany Bell has a lot of balloons. Listen, okay. Yes. Listen, no. I, I, I said, well, look, if, if I'm if I'm gonna try to control my hoes, I'm gonna go make a one stop shop and get all their decorative uh, gifts too. But then I thought, I know we've been writing about a whole other girl, so there had to be three girls, so there had to be more receipts. So I kept digging through the Instagram, and then I saw this. He went and bought another set of balloons, champagne and yellow. This is Vuv. This is Vuv colors. Anyway. <laughs> You know, when 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 a man fills up your house with balloons, 
um, you probably think that it's special. You know what I mean? And so when you go on Instagram and you see that he basically went to one shop to get a gift, the same gift for every chick, you probably, it would probably piss you off, right? I have something to say about the whole COVID thing, though. Like Damage mentioned earlier about transparency. Clearly, he's not transparent, so we can put that myth to bed. I think what bothers me, aside from the fact that he went to Party City and bought all their balloons, is the fact that <laughs> it is COVID and people are getting pregnant by him. Pregnancy causes hormones. COVID causes people to have mental health problems. This is not a good time to be playing with women's emotions. So I'm just nervous about if he messes with the wrong lady and she can't keep it cute. So be careful, Nick. Please just be careful. Nick, be careful, man. But you know, players gonna play. That okay. boy played this. He played this year. Twenty twenty one is his year, boy. Well, listen, I've been in the pandemic for over a year at this point. Um, I need to have sex. So I said the other day, I said this is the longest I have gone without having sex, and I understand that I'd be putting my life at risk if I was to go and have sex during a pandemic. But as a gay man in the community that's been fighting to stay away from viruses my whole life. I've been pretty successful so far, so I'm going to start taking my chances. And I don't want COVID. I knock on wood because, look, the body needs love. You know what I mean? Look, I'm out here wearing I'm out here wearing gay leopard print, out here looking like a whole-ass cheetah. You know I'm what I mean? I'm you mention that. I have questions, Jason. That's a very beautiful gay jacket. Well, I, I actually I actually wore this jacket during a photo shoot for my new Bego campaign to find love. I'm launching uh, For the Love of Jason Lee on Bego. And so I will be letting a lot of men try to get me. And I had to take a photo shoot, not only with this beautiful cheetah coat, but also with a, do- a dozen roses. Yes, I did. Oh, that's very romantic. That. I love that. that. The softer side of love it. It's not really that romantic. You can't actually hand roses through a Bego app. But either way, you know, they get the idea that if they were with me, I would give them the rose. Look at that. that. I appreciate that. We didn't know you were so sentimental. Speaking of sentimental, let me tell you what I'm really sentimental about. Hip-hop. And, you know, I got into Hollywood a lot because I love hip-hop. I love music. I love the celebrity pop culture life and all that. But they do not make artists hip-hop artists the way that they used to. When I look at hip-hop artists today, I know you got baby, Lil Baby, all the babies. You got everybody, right? But you also have Meek Mill and Takashi 6 9 Both of them got into it recently. Uh, and they set the internet on fire when they ran into each other. I don't know if you guys caught this on Instagram, but we posted this all over Hollywood Unlock where they had ran into each other outside an Atlanta strip club. And uh, in the parking lot, they 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 got into it. And what was supposed to be a fight, you know, more like WWE, uh, turned into uh, a, a plane on the phone. They were both filming each other while they were screaming at each other, and nobody threw a punch. They only took video. Let me show you. I got both sides of it. This is Meek Mill's video showing what he saw from his point of view. Bitch, nigga. You the bitch, nigga. You the bitch, nigga. You the bitch, nigga. You the bitch, nigga. I'll fuck you up, nigga. You the bitch, nigga. All y'all niggas pussies, nigga. 6 9 wasn't going to go out without having his own video. He actually pulled his phone out, and um, <laughs> this is what he got. This is security. That's security. You pussy. Look, look, look. You don't blow like this. Look, look. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And you with a cop. Look, you take. And you with police. And you with police, nigga. Look, that nigga's a cop. That nigga's a cop, nigga. You pussy. 
That's what happens. That was a lot. Now, now, could you could you imagine Tupac and Biggie showing up with their two way pages trying to record whatever was happening Never. at uh, BET Awards or whatever awards it was at the time? Well, look, like with anything in hip hop, when there's a beef, you bring Wack in to clean it up, and uh, I I don't necessarily know that he helped the situation because Wack has had a lot to say, and now they're fighting online. And my question is is um, is this what hip hop is resorted to? That now we're just gonna mm-hmm. fight online and create videos pulling up on each other in parking lots. I hear you. I'd rather that than somebody really getting hurt. I, I never want to see two rappers lose their life again. I feel like hip hop is honestly way more dangerous than it was in the past. We're seeing the passing of so many rappers in these past few years. So if people want to show up and have altercations with cell phones, I'm honestly cool with that. I'm not trying to lose my favorite rapper. Yeah, but it only takes one person who watches those videos who takes it too far to still get us there. So if you're going to be about it, at least don't be so lame about it. Like, I, I miss hip-hop being about bravado like it was born in the south bronx i lived in the south bronx for six years those men were not grabbing cell phones to take videos when they were scrapping i promise you so this is not hip-hop to me at all but but let's talk about it because when hip-hop started when you was a rapper that was considered to be lame in the streets right so street dudes wasn't always rappers rappers were always somewhat their own thing at some point the street dudes found hip-hop to be lucrative so that's when you started getting a lot of street people in hip-hop but originally, you know, hip hop dudes would hang with street guys, but they were never always closely linked. So a lot of things we think was, oh, that was hip hop back in the day. It wasn't really the case. And I'm uh, sure whack yeah. and a lot of people contest. But it's, it's been 20 years since that's been true, though. And the hip hop in the, the golden era, it was very much street dudes were also moguls and going to executive meetings. And I think one of my friends really summed it up. He said, old school hip hop, we're talking about drug dealers. New school hip hop are the kids who are taking the drugs and it shows. And so for me, that's the difference. Never get high off your own supply. They're acting like they're all coked out and just not thinking straight and it's sad to watch. But I'm going to tell you, I think the thing that's really changed for at least that I look at with these rappers is now you have social media. Everybody's trying to figure out how to get a TikTok song, how to go viral, how to get Hollywood Unlocked and all these other blogs to pick them up, how to get people talking about them, how, you know, you you go out and you do stupid things. Now, I'll tell you, there's one rapper that that just for me said it over the top. And then I saw this video and I said, you know what? It's above me now. I'm completely over hip hop. I'm just going to start listening to Country Twang or I'm going to go over and listen to the Clark Sisters because at this point, I think Crack Baby Rap is going to replace Trap. And, uh, and and this has to, the shout out to Designer. This is what I saw online. That's hip hop. See, that is not hip hop. That is Nickelodeon. That is not hip hop. <laughs> God. That's my point. We make stupid people famous and we make stupid situations famous. I don't know the last time we talked about designer, but now because he's ooh, 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 ah, ah, like now we have a rapper who got out of prison for snitching running around an Atlanta strip club parking lot with rainbow color hair chasing another rapper who was 
a part of the prison reform movement after a black judge tried to put him away, who's managed by Jay-Z. And then on the other hand, we got designer Timmy Timmy Turner running around the internet like he just came out of a crack house acting a damn fool. And that's hip-hop. I can't. I won't. I shouldn't. Drugs. I blame the drugs. Hip-hop is entertainment now. So this is my question, because you just talked about 6 9 situation. He is a known snitch. Do you feel like Meek Mill, who just got out of prison, who's a millionaire, is supposed to be fighting a dude that's a known informant? That's a good like, one. would you do that, Jason? I wouldn't do that. Well, first of all, I ain't going to prison. Second of all, I ain't snitching because I don't live by the street code. And third of all, throw them all away. I just, I just, it just baffles <laughs> me that like this is what we're talking about. I don't know where Meek Mill's album's at. I don't care where Six Nine's album is at. And I mean, uh, designer, I know he's working on something because that's what I heard on Clubhouse. But he's not put out new music, and I don't know how long. So at this point, what are we even talking about? Now, in my personal opinion, I don't think anybody should be fighting a rat because you're known to be connected to the police. So I'm not doing nothing with you. But a lot of people were cutting Meek some, like what wasn't cutting Meek slack because of what went down. Nah, I'm on Meek's side for this because I was actually in New York when he and Jay-Z had the reform press conference. The amount of money that was in that room, the amount of power that was in that room, he has too much to lose. If I was somebody who had as much to lose as Meek, I wouldn't be throwing hands at the little troll doll in either. So I'd know. I completely disagree with that. 6ix9ine needs somebody. Now that Nicki Minaj is not around to save him with like, you know, cameos on his singles, Meek is the next mm. person that he's going to. He can never make it on his own. He always needs somebody else in order to clout chase with. I'm not here for it. I wouldn't fall for it either. Shout out to you, Meek, for actually keeping your zen together and, and securing your bag. No, mm. I disagree with that. Why well, I, I did hit Meek and I said, Meek, it's time that you come on the show because I had seen Meek not too long ago and he said he was coming on the show. And he said to me, I don't want to do interviews. I just want the money. So I don't know if that's exactly. because he wants to give it. I don't know if it's because he wants to give more of it to the water kids in Atlanta who are selling water or, you know, if he somehow wants to help Flint's <laughs> Michigan's water project. I don't know. But I just hope that Meek would have a little bit more intelligence when it comes to dealing with six nine like that's what you've reduced yourself to remember he was on clubhouse he threatened academics or they said he allegedly threatened academics i I don't i just don't understand where the state of hip-hop is and how it's gotten to where it is and Mm -hmm. i just feel like there's no guardians of hip-hop anymore who are out here making sure that they're maintaining some level of integrity maybe they need a hip-hop council where's wu-tang i i don't know I think this started in the same vein of what you're saying, um, Jason. I think Meek was frustrated with where hip-hop stood today, frustrated at the gatekeepers such as um, academics and them putting a snitch like 6ix9ine on the platforms for people to consume. So I think that's where the anger started. Me, personally, I don't think Meek should speak on people like 6ix9ine. I think it just gives him more uh, ammo, and that's why 6ix9ine think it's okay to run up on him because there's a dialogue and there's a thread created there because Meek did speak on him. So if I was Meek, bro, just keep moving, keep making that money, keep getting people out of jail. 6 9 is sitting there getting people locked up. You're doing the exact opposite. Do your thing. But who can even take 6 9 serious? I mean, the man was jumping over his security shoulder with a cell phone, like air swinging <laughs> at Meek. <laughs> like, that was, that, was, that was hard to watch. You know, I'll tell you another thing that was hard to watch. You know, Megan Thee Stallion still hasn't come on Hollywood a lot. We should have a countdown clock created. That we put like Meg's face in the middle with a countdown clock on how many weeks go by that she hasn't come here to the show. But she's not coming. It's all good. But I'll tell you who is coming. That's her boyfriend, Party Fontaine. 
partisan uh, was caught in a video uh, coming after her in a real interesting way. And I just, there's a lot of conversation happening online. Meg just had a birthday turn up. A friend of hers went live and caught the two at odds. And this is what happens when you have friends around you that want to put you on blast and want to come up and be famous so they can put booking information in their bios. This person caught this on live. And baby, when I tell you it has the internet talking, I'm just going to play it. And then we got to get into it. So after finally busting his way in the door, party and the girls start yelling and he tells everyone to get out and then the IG ends. So this is, you know, I have a lot of things to say about this, but I want to ask you two first, what y'all think? So I hate everything about this. Like, let's be really honest. Despite that little clip, who hasn't been at a party slightly drunk getting into a a, a shouting match with a match with a friend or a boyfriend and in the morning everybody's okay to me the the fight itself is not the issue the issue is a little snitch who's videotaping the whole thing on live mm-hmm. and i think my biggest issue with megan isn't about any of the scandals that she has going on it's her lack of discernment about picking who to have around you if you are my friend and you see me and my man fighting and you have it on live you are dead to me i think the, the little the little idiot that was taping it he's the only thing i see wrong with this a couple having a drunken fight that's a regular tuesday that is nothing but him he is lame for that he's lame yeah uh i, I co-sign blue the, the dude is lame first of all who is this guy that's lame and i hate videos especially videos that uh i guess display violence that's out of context i have no idea what's happening i don't know where party is 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 he busting in the door is she busting out the door that's what I didn't like about it. I, I don't like these videos without context. Well, let me say let me say that I'll just say it's all alleged because none of us were there. But I'll tell you, I think the guy recorded is the hero, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because a lot no. of these celebrities, a lot of these celebrities, listen, a lot of these celebrities live behind facades that we don't know about. And if it wasn't for the platforms like ours to be able to dig into it and show and highlight what's actually happening on the Internet, people would still be able to live these branded image lives. Now, see, the issue I have with Megan the Stallion is, number one, you got shot in the middle of a pandemic because you were out running the streets drunk at Kylie Jenner's house with your man that nobody even knew you were dating. So you couldn't even keep your personal relationship private because you were too busy gallivanting through the streets being mixy. I've said from day one that I felt like she was too mixy. From day two, I felt like she was a wave rider. She's she's ridden everybody's waves from the Kardashians to Cardi to Jordan Woods uh, to, what's the boy's name? Tory Lanez, now Partisan. Partisan, you remember he was dating Cash Doll. Partisan, who's been Cardi's partner for, I don't know, the beginning of her career, I don't even know what she's doing being mixy with him. Why? Because she doesn't give a fuck about boundaries. And now that we're able to see this video of her in the bathroom with her friend and party yelling to get in and threatening to bust the door down. Let me just tell you, when there's a lot of love, you ain't trying to bust your man's door down. You ain't trying to bust your girl's door down. That means that relationship that they have has been rocky or built in a tumultuous way from the beginning. And the sad part is, Party's a nice guy. He's super talented, Grammy Award winner. 
Um, and uh, I don't understand why he's put himself in a situation to get caught up with a girl who clearly lacks discernment, good judgment. Maybe that's the same thing. And yeah. uh, she's always in the middle of conflict. Why? Why? Bad friends. Bad Jason, I will say this, though. I have been in situations where me and my partner are having an argument and a nosy friend will pull me aside and my partner's like, no, let me get to blue. So I actually think there are a lot of scenarios where Party and Megan wouldn't be the problem. It's the friends. I still think the ecosystem is trash. She needs better friends. She needs better friends. She, she does need better friends. And I don't like that that video put Party in the light that I, I don't know Partisan Fontaine. I only heard great things. And to exactly. me, that hurts more than it hurts anybody in that situation because he seems like the aggressor. He's already a big dude. So it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of whack because I felt like that's why uh, Megan Friend was going live. I felt like he was trying to expose something about partisan. Now, if he's a violent dude, I'm all for exposing that. But if he's not, that really painted him in a bad light. And that's, I wasn't comfortable with that. Context matters. We need context for it. We need context. context. The well, the con the context that I have is Megan did go mm -hmm. to her Twitter and she did try to clear it up. And of course, what any hot girl would do that's in this hot water situation with her man is dumb it all down for the public. This is what she said. She said, the summer is Megan's. And bitch, this summer we having a savage summer. Do what the fuck you want to do because they're going to talk shit anyway. No, let me stop. Stay inside until they say we can come out, LOL. So you're not only promoting going out and being a hot girl during the summer, which is promoting being a hoe and fuck what these niggas are saying. You're still perpetuating that you can't wait to get outside to do it in the middle of a pandemic. See, the problem that I have with giving fools like Megan Thee Stallion a platform because she can shake her ass and say body, adi, 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 is that she doesn't understand that words have power. And little black girls and little girls of different races all over the world are looking at Megan Thee Stallion and thinking that she's living this lit life where, you know, she's she's actually doing a lot of things that are getting her engaged in violent activities in the middle of a, of a time where people should be at home safe. The other thing is I think Megan needs to become friends with Lori Harvey because Lori Harvey's been able to move around this motherfucking away with class and she getting all the good niggas. And you know what? You don't see her in fights online with her friends. You don't see her doing all types of reckless shit. You know, I, I don't know if it's, you know, I don't want to go there. I don't know what it is. But either way, Lori Harvey, she is making her rounds and checking them off the list, baby. And we are not having to deal with this type of drama of a man trying to break down a door to get you and your girlfriend out the bathroom. And I also want to know, what were you doing in the bathroom? Jason, I will say this. The, the, the most beautiful irony of everything you just said is you just said the kind of stuff that a good friend would say. Maybe in an alternate universe, you should have been Megan's friend. Just hey, saying. Look at that. Just saying. Because those are all the things a good friend would say, Jason. Those are all the things a good friend would say to her. I'm just saying. Let me tell you, I I had I there was a time where I wanted to help this girl, but baby, when I tell you, I I I don't care if she comes on the show or not, but I absolutely, even if she does, would never be her friend. And I will tell you why. She's dumb. She's just dumb. Jason. And people who are and pe and people who are dumb. No, she it's one thing to be young and make dumb decisions. We've all done She's it. Young. She's but very when young. You, but when, but when you step, when you you got a song with Beyonce, that means mm. that you should have enough self-discipline that you don't want to make your associations look bad. You don't even care about Beyonce. You don't care about nobody but the recklessness alcoholism that I believe that you suffer from. 
And I'll say allegedly because that's what the streets say. Now, the streets say she's a raging drunk. Now, I've seen her be a raging drunk and act out, and I've heard about it. And everybody is saying that shooting incident, that it was embroiled in alcoholism. And so if she has a problem, the men she's dating, maybe they need to check her into rehab. Maybe they need to spend some time loving on her in a way that helps her love on herself. Because I don't know why she was in the bathroom. Was she hiding from him? Was she in there doing something she wasn't supposed to do? Because you only lock yourself in the bathroom for one of two reasons. You're in there doing something you don't want nobody to see, or you're in there trying to stay away from somebody who's trying to hurt you. What is it, Megan? Let us know. I'm sending her love. I think Megan needs compassion. All right, well, listen, uh, let's talk about love and hip-hop, but this is no love and no hip-hop because Dr. Dre is in a fight with Monique Slaughter from Love and Hip-Hop. I didn't think I would ever say this. Being Coming from this show, I never thought that I would say the words that Dr. Dre is actually in fight with one of the co-stars. But you remember, we used to have April Jones here at the show, and then Blue took her job, uh, and she was one of the co-hosts here. But she was she's no longer here. She's no longer on Love & Hip Hop, but where she is is apparently dating Dr. Dre. So Dr. Dre and April Jones were both spotted out at Bowen uh, Restaurant here in L.A. Now, if you've never been in L.A., there's only a few restaurants that you can go to where you know for sure you can get photographed by the paparazzi. That is why I only go to BOA, because I'm trying to get my picture taken, but they refuse to take my picture. Maybe because I'm not working hard enough. It's good. I don't care. But if you're a celebrity, you do not go to BOA without being photographed. I've had dinner with Floyd there. I've had dinner with 50 Cent. I've had dinner with Tiffany. All of us have had dinner at this restaurant because it is a place to go and be seen. Now, they were caught, Dr. Dre and April Jones, coming out of BOA. And then Monique saw it on Hollywood Unlocked. And she went and made a comment and said, you know who I thought this was, LOL. I called her and said, Moniz, that is April. She was like, no, it's not. I swear (laughs) to God. She went and found it. And baby, when she found out that April had upgraded from her baby daddy, Little Fizzle Pop, uh, she had a lot to say on Instagram. She got caught in an interview with uh, this uh, interviewer whose name shall not be mentioned on my show. Uh, And uh, this is what happened. Take a look. Love you, girl. So the person that asked me if um, April and Dre are together, yes, they are. And it's been a while that they've been together. See, the I wasn't even going to ask know. you anything about that. But since you want to Somebody asked me. Somebody asked me. They were like, Mo, is April with Dre? Yes. It's been a while that they've been. It's not new. Um, so I've known for a while. I was shocked just because of her public announcement that she's polyamorous. And that she has been with this one, this one, this one, this one, that one, that one, that one. And she was on the internet patting her puss. So I was shocked that someone as established and refined as Dre would almost wife her. But is he wifing her or they're just dating right now? We don't really know the... I was shocked that someone like Dr. Dre would almost wife her. So that got, that got the internet on fire. Now... Um, you know, the question, because I talked about this last night on my other show, Gagging with Jason Lee, but I have to ask you guys, do you think that this will complicate Dr. Dre's divorce if it's found out that he's been with April the whole time that he was with his wife? Well, I think the ship has sailed as far as Dr. Dre trying to save anything from his divorce. His wife is being so messy and so gutter. Some people are alleging that's why he had the aneurysm to begin with. So at this point, he's probably like, I can do whatever I want. I'm taking my girlfriend out to eat something at BOA. So... He probably doesn't care anymore, to be honest. 
And the issue I have is that there are so many women out there, like we just had Larsa Pippen on the show, who are going through divorce, divorces with their husband that are working through their issues quietly or, you know, trying to keep, keep it quiet for their families. And this man's ex-wife going after him for $2 million a month in, in alimony, wanting to pay a $20,000 phone bill. What phone plan is out there that you're paying $20,000 a month for? That's the only thing that I can hang on. And so when people say, hey, Jason, you ever going to get married? Are you crazy as hell when I'm laying up dying in a hospital bed? Somebody's going to be trying to get $20,000 a month to pay their T-Mobile bill? Fuck out of here. So, no, it is getting messy. And I don't care if it's 20K, 40K. The average person watching this show or listening right now knows their phone bill is at max $150. And that's if you finance the iPhone that you didn't need. So I don't know why we're even dealing with this level of, 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 um, I don't even know why we're dealing with this at this point. It sounds like extortion to me. Like you didn't work out. You left. You remember she said she wanted to be able to interview or interrogate or depose his side chicks or his girlfriends, which now... With all these allegations coming out, I'm wondering if they're saying that this one could be April. Mm, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. When I, so you asked why the phone bill would cost so much. I'm going to tell you why, Jason. The phone bill is that much because when she leaves Dr. Dre, the whole family's phone bill got to be paid. That's not just her phone bill. That's the whole family. See, when she's going out of a relationship, she's going to take care of the whole damn family. That's why that bill's so high. So I just wanted to answer that question for you. That's a good point. Yeah, well, listen, because- even if you even if you have a family plan with five people, you are not charged twenty thousand dollars unless you're downloading porn that's off of uh, the sites that are for free. There's, there's the only way that you're you know you're you're being charged twenty thousand dollars, and even then, I think that's just that's just ridiculous. Jason, there's a whole ecosystem. One thing I have to say though, there's a whole ecosystem. I think it was twenty for the phone bill and forty for monthly shopping, which. That's a lot of shopping. But the one thing we forget is she was with him for over 20 years. And we tend to forget that a man tends to build an empire with his partner. So we don't know how much input she had. She's actually telling the court that she was an integral part of building his empire, which means she does deserve more than what he's willing to give her. She wasn't an employee. She wasn't a concubine. She was his partner in life for over 20 years. And any woman who has loved a powerful man knows that we do a lot of things that we don't get paid for and our lifestyle is our compensation. So there's an argument for that. Well, I don't know what the ex-wife is going to feel about, you know, Monisa's video talking about the fact that April may have allegedly been in Dre's uh, life at the time. But I will tell you that uh, Dr. Dre caught wind of this conversation that Monisa had online. And baby, when I tell you he allegedly called her and allegedly threatened her, this is what happens when you go after somebody from Love & Hip Hop. We go straight to the internet. I know they're watching this live. How dare you? How dare you send a nigga to bang my motherfucking line and threaten me? I don't care who you think you are. I don't care who the world has told you you are. I don't know you and you don't know me and I didn't say anything negative about you, sir. So don't you send another motherfucker to this phone of mine to make one more fucking threat. Yeah, Dr. Dre. And I recorded it. Wrong fucking bitch. Wrong move, motherfucker. Suck my dick. You're done. I fucking recorded both conversations. You're fucked up the ass. You thought that aneurysm fucked you up? I'm the aneurysm, bitch. 
I love mm. that reaction. I mentioned to this, this to you guys earlier. Monice is not one to be played with. You could call her messy, but the girl does not lie, and she always has receipts. I am team Monice on this. I am team Monice. And I will say, though, to be honest, I wrote an article about Dr. Dre years ago about him and D. Barnes. D. Barnes publicly thanked me, and then I started getting death threats. And so I know what it's like personally when you say anything about Dr. Dre, people come for you and it's not a good place to be. And the fact that she had the cojones to like speak her truth like that, I am here for it. I am absolutely here for it. Well, I, I do have a copy of the audio tape of the phone call between her and Dr. Dre, a portion of it. I can't play it because my attorney said that it is, um, it's illegal to secretly uh, tape somebody. You know, I did reach out to Dr. Dre's camp and I have talked to Moniz because in her life she did throw Hollywood Unlocked in it because she did have an interview with me scheduled for last night, which she canceled um, because she's been getting death threats, allegedly. And so I just want to make it clear to all parties involved. We are literally the platform to help air the conversation. We do not. We're not in it on Monique's side. Monique's side. We're not in on, on Dre's side. But I will tell you, and I've said this to Dr. Dre's people. If that audio clip gets out, it is not going to be cute. It's not going to be because it was straight out of Compton Dre. It was not Beats by Dre Dre or Apple Dre. And so I, you know, I don't know how it's escalated so fast. Some people say Monique should have minded her own business because, you know, it seems like her issues are deeply rooted in whether or not, you know, April should have a stake in her heart because of how she betrayed her by going with her baby daddy and how she betrayed Omarion with Fizz. But either way, a lot of people are questioning whether or not Moniz even had a right to have a say so in their relationship. So I'm I'm trying to figure out why I'm trying to figure out why Moniz is speaking on the situation to begin with. Uh, can somebody give me some clarification there? Because I don't understand why she's speaking on what April's doing. That's, that's the question. That's the question. Nobody knows why. You know, I, I just think having sat on the stage with them at Love and Hip Hop's reunion that she felt some way about April and Fizz being together around her son. You know, we all as a cast felt some type of way of Fizz going with April behind Omarion's back. You know, now she's clearly upgraded her life. You know, she's clearly, you know what I mean? She's, I mean, she's with Dr. Dre. He's a cultural hip hop icon, regardless of his past. And, um, you know, so, you know, many people are speculating that maybe Moniz is just digging her nose in their business because she's jealous or because she feels some type of way. I, she hasn't told me specifically why she's so invested. I, I think I think for me personally, as somebody who's watched the franchise probably more than I should have for a while, and a lot of people forget this, April and Fizz, particularly Fizz, kept trying to gaslight the audience to make Moniz seem crazy. When someone for episode after episode continues to tell a false narrative about you, guess what you want to do? You want to scream the truth every chance you get. The only reason we think Monice is a ride or die and tells the truth now is because she's been screeching the truth ever since they tried to gaslight the narrative. And so when somebody lies on you, anytime somebody mentions their name, you're like, oh, let me show you how honest I can be since you want to gaslight me. So I think that's why Monice takes it personal when it comes to them. Also, we have to be careful about the interviewers. Every interview that Monice is in, let's keep it 100% funky. You guys always ask about April. You always ask about Fizz. You always ask about her baby daddy. So it's not like she's making this up. People want to talk to Monice about this. They're just mad that she's giving honest answers. So she's not just putting her nose into it. She's being thrust into it and she's telling the truth. So I don't blame her. If somebody lied on me, I would be yelling the truth too. Facts. Sorry. But Dr. Dr. Dre is a very powerful man, a very resourceful man. Um, some would say, you know, you pick your battles, you know, you don't go after everybody, 
You know, this this is this Dr. Dre might be Smokey the Bear. You may may not want to create a forest fire because you might get burnt the fuck up. But um, I I don't know. It's uh, like I said when I heard the audio clip, that nigga was straight out of Compton, Dre. You know, and so you know he feels some type of way. Now there's reports online that he bought April uh, uh, um, a, a Range Rover. Do we care? I don't care. I feel like you can buy your girlfriend anything you want. You only have almost a billion dollars. Buy buy her a skyscraper. Not my business. Why do people care so much? You know why, Jason. People are living vicariously through all of these celebrities, right? People would just dream to go on a date, first of all, with April, and then second with Dr. Dre. I mean, it's Dr. Dre. So, I mean, that's why people care. They're like, oh, he bought her a car. Dr. Dre buying somebody a car is like him giving me a quarter. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it means nothing. It's like him handing you bottled water. And I will say this too. I think that, I think poor, poor, poor Monice was, she was pointing at April and accidentally ricocheted to Dr. Dre. I do, and this is just my personal speculation. I do think that Dre had a woman, a beautiful woman in his ear crying about their ex's baby mama and that he was trying to protect his woman. That is my personal opinion, allegedly. Um, and so I think sometimes that love blinds people. But for me personally, the only couple that I am looking at as like relationship goals right now is... Um, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey, not because I want to be them. I just want to go on all their dates, like with other people, like the aquarium and all that stuff. That's the kind of relationship goes I want. I don't think anybody wants to be April. Sorry, April. I don't think anybody wants to be her. Well, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Uh, I'm going to tell you who needs to get involved know. here. I'm going to tell you who needs to get involved here. Mona Scott Young, you need to offer Dr. Dre a contract to go on Love & Hip Hop because would be, this would be the best fire season and best cast you could ever come up with here in Hollywood. April Jones and Dr. Dre in the middle of a, a feud with Monice? I would even tune in to watch that. They didn't invite you, you on. You they didn't invite you on, Jason. You'd be a guest star. <laughs> you keep saying Not that he's going to end up buying the whole damn Love & Hip Hop franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not built like Monice. I ain't talking nothing about Dr. Dre. I ain't built like that. Well, let me say this just for the record. I don't want to beat, but I, I, let me say this for the record. I don't want to be beat by Dre in the court or beat by Dre in the street. So uh, it's above me and I'm simply here to deliver what's being said online. All right, so look, we're going to have a great show and Black China was supposed to be here, but she canceled last night because she's saying that she couldn't get her glam done. But I think it's because there's a lot of stuff going online. Yesterday, one of her friends put her on blast uh, saying that she wasn't paid for doing a show with her. And then before that, she was recently on the Wendy Williams show where she talked about her mother being set in her ways. We all know her mother, Tokyo Tony, has uh, been a lot online to deal with. And I know that if my mother was still alive, being that she was bipolar and she was a former drug addict. I don't know how I would be able to handle her going live saying whatever she wants to say, but recently during a sit down with Wendy Williams, Black China responded about her mother bashing her across social media. Now the two have always been at odds. They've always you know, had their drama, but ultimately it's your mom. And so in this case, Tokyo Tony condemned her daughter for her life choices and said that with everything that she's done, even mimicking her career as a stripper turned celebrity that she wasn't proud of her. Now, my mother used to always tell me that I was never going to be anything. You know, you're going to be just like your father. You, you, you know, you're going to be worthless or whatever. She used to say that to me as a kid. And so I know how I always grew up with the idea that I would be a failure. But it, but that I turned that into the fuel that passioned me to fight through every obstacle that was put in front of me. What do you guys think about that? What do you think about her mother criticizing her and saying that, you know, Basically, she's nothing. I saw that Wendy Williams interview, and the way that China responded, she sounded like she had made peace with it. She was like, 
my mother's gonna be my mother and and i and that's just who she is honestly no disrespect to tokyo tony i want no smoke from her she seems like a lovely very uh forceful woman but she seems like a liability at a certain point in your career especially where china is with her life her mother mother aside is a liability and i can see why she wants to pull back from being involved with tokyo tony in that way anymore it's too much it's way too much yeah and i think it's very classy uh for her to not speak on her mom negatively that is your mom and this is a this is a, it's a short life and you never know what can happen tomorrow and the last things you want to see is a mother and a daughter arguing i think tokyo tony has a journey i think she has things she needs to still overcome and i think china knows that and i think china is still overcoming things so i really love how china responded to that and i just hope that that family can mend some of that because i think it's just to me, it's sad. I have a son. I, I would never want to speak on the internet badly about my son because at the end of the day, as a parent, it makes me look bad. You know what I mean? It, like it reflects on me. So exactly. So listen, like I, I, listen. I'm not a fan of the kumbaya. Fuck that. Let me say something directly. I'm gonna say something to you, women, first, and then I'm gonna say something to the kids. Here to you, women, y'all, y'all be like my mother. Y'all be sleeping with these no nothing niggas, niggas having these babies. Stop opening your vaginal walls to men who already have women or that don't want you or to have a kid by you. Because when you create that kid and then you look at that as a seed of resentment, and then you want to put that kid through a full lifetime of persecution by telling them they're not going to be shit. That's because deep down inside, when you went to sleep on your pillow stained uh, uh, sheets. Uh, crying yourself to sleep because you realize that your life wasn't, wasn't shit. Stop transferring that responsibility to your child. And to the kids, you know, I look at Black China. I feel like Black China became everything her mother could never have been. She's not exactly. as pretty as Black China. I talked to Black China on the phone the other day before she got off the phone. She put Dream and King on the phone. Both seem like very smart kids. They both seem very happy. She seemed happy. You know, I saw her on Wendy. She was pulled together. She looked great. At the end of the motherfucking day, the one life that we all have to live has to be filled with happiness. And I just personally don't feel like China owes Tokyo anything. The fact that she gives her respect in the midst of her being a straight bitch. Yo, my hat's off to her because my mother didn't get that love for me. I talk in my book about how mean I was to my mother. Now, hindsight 2020, I probably could have just, you know, cut her off the way I've cut off my father. But, you know, I just don't feel like, you know, even though they say hurt people, hurt people, that's not an excuse. Like what? Yeah. Like Tokyo Tony, Tokyo Tony goes out her way to condemn China and China is always expected to take the high road. And I just don't think that that's fair. I think she's a person with real feelings. And the one question that I want to ask China is why do you always take the high road when people try you? You always take the high road, except well, except for that one time that she went and had a baby by Rob Kardashian. But other than that, she's she's always taking the high road. Well, Jason, you know what the, the sad part is? A lot of people don't want to admit this, but a lot of mothers who have had rough lives, instead of being happy for their daughters, end up being jealous of their daughters. We see this all the time in our community. I personally believe, and it sounds like you believe it as well. Damage probably agrees. Uh, Tokyo is jealous of her daughter. Her daughter is living the life that she never could. A lot of times, black mothers, and we don't talk about this enough, by the way, guys. Black mothers need to be pulled aside because sometimes we have unresolved trauma and we want our sons to be the man that we couldn't get. So we, we make our sons these little kings to like replace the fathers that we chose improperly. And then we want our daughters to like be lesser versions of us because we're in competition with them. I'm really convinced that Tokyo Tony is jealous of her daughter. China doesn't just give her grace. China gave her a bag. The only reason that Tokyo Tony is on Zeus and all these networks is because China is giving her a bag. I think at this point, if China said, mom, kiss my ass, I wouldn't even be mad at her. I would not even be mad. Yeah. 
mother, mother or not, mother, mother or not, when you come for me publicly and you try me like that, I'm sorry. You, you could be sitting on the side of the road starving to death, and I just do not have the compassion to help you. Some people say, "Well, that's wrong. That's your mom. No matter what your mother does, you could do it." No, that is that is allowing yourself to be traumatized because somebody gave you life. They do not have the right to destroy yours. I am sorry, and I and I. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying for me, my father's birthday was like a week ago and I didn't call him. Why? Because I don't feel like he's poured enough into my life to deserve me to be a part of his. And I gave him that chance on Love & Hip Hop to show up. If you want to be a part of my life privately, then you got to own up to your shit publicly because that's just who I am now. And that's the life I live. And I think with China... You know, we don't know the demons that she's fighting every day. You think about it. Your your baby daddy left you and went and had a, a, a relationship with a minor and who was a friend, who was a sister of your friend, left you making all this money on on uh, on OnlyFans and not even sending you any alimony, not even sending you any child support. Then you got another baby daddy who comes from a family full of money and he's not allegedly paying you any child support and you're doing this all on your own and it's already tough for women out here to raise their kids anyway but to raise them as a single mother and not have the baby daddies who are very capable of helping you help you then you got your mom talking shit bitch have a seat y'all niggas come to court fuck the world give me my money fuck you that's what Angela, I was saying. Angela's a strong person Angela does not get enough credit she's incredibly strong and I'm happy that we're yeah. finally pointing that out yeah, and I that's, think that's what's going on, Jason. I think well, you just broke it down right there perfectly. Look, look at all that situation happening. Her going back and forth for her mom will just continue. I think she's she has these classy responses because she's protecting herself. Tokyo Tony, from what I know, doesn't stop. Once she's on the rampage, she's going in, she's going in. And China knows that. So she's like, you know, my mom is stuck in her ways. It is what it is because that's a back and forth she probably don't need right now. Protect your peace. She's protecting her peace. Oh, and Black China, I know you didn't come to the show today because you couldn't get your makeup artist. But look, get your makeup together, girl, and come on here and tell your peace. And until then, peace. All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.